It is Sunday, June 28th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's get this started. Woo! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, the movie theaters are reopening, we got some hot new trailers, and Splash Mountain is getting a facelift. It's episode 10.11, Back to the Movies. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. The world is slowly starting to come out of its homes, getting over COVID-19. But don't forget, the pandemic is not over yet. So when you're out and about, remember to wash your hands, remember to wear a mask, all that good stuff. But I'm excited because at least here in the province of Alberta, they've begun reopening the movie theaters. You know me, I love movies. And probably the most personally painful thing for me is the fact that the movie theaters have been closed. Of course, with the way things are going right now, I'm content to wait a few more months before going back to the movies. I mean, thanks to movie theaters being closed and the studios shuffling around their schedules, pretty much all the summer blockbusters I wanted to see have been shuffled to the Christmas blockbuster season. That being said, here's what they're doing to try and get people back to the movies, and it just might make me go. They are bringing back a whole bunch of classic films for you to go see in the theater. You know, I was looking at some of my local movie theater listings, you know, Jurassic Park. I haven't seen that on the big screen since it came out back in 93. I'd love to see that in 90. I would love to see that on the big screen again. But that's not all. Even classics that I've never seen on the big screen are coming back. Canada Day, Ghostbusters returns to theaters. I almost did not record this podcast because looking at the movie listings, both Back to the Future and Raiders of the Lost Ark are playing in a theater near me. What a lovely double feature that would be. And in order to get people back out, not only are they showing all these classic movies, ticket prices are just five bucks. How can I say no to that? I'll probably play it safe, though. If I decide to go, I'll wear a mask and all that. Because, man, oh, man, Back to the Future, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ghostbusters, classics I've only ever seen on TV, finally able to see them on the big screen. This just might be worth leaving the house for. You're listening to Mark Kappas. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. On U62. The Targ. And with the movie theater starting to reopen, that means the Hollywood promotion machine is starting to ramp up once again. We are finally starting to get new trailers coming along for movies that are going to be coming out in August and September as the movie theaters begin to reopen. We got a couple of great trailers in the past couple of weeks. The first one that caught my eye was for the long-awaited third Bill and Ted movie, Bill and Ted Face the Music. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! 
take it from ourselves. But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing if we're stealing it from ourselves, dude? Based on that clip and what we saw in the trailer, it looks like they're going with the plot that I first read on the internet some 20 years ago when I first discovered the internet and started Googling movie news. And that is Bill and Ted frustrated that they haven't written the song yet that will unite all of humanity have decided to start journeying to alternate timelines to find the one where they've actually written the song and thus steal it from themselves. I tell you, it looks amazing to see them back again. Alex Winter, who plays Bill, he is hardly aged a day. And of course, Ted, once again, played by Keanu Reeves. What's not to love about him? Uh, anyways, go check out that trailer. You know what these trailers I'm talking about? I'm going to post them on my official website, chaosinabox.com. Go there to check them out after I'm done rambling about them. Because the second trailer I want to ramble about, that is The King's Man. This is the third film in the Kingsman franchise. This is a prequel. It goes all the way back to the 1920s to talk about the early days of Kingsman. We are the first independent intelligence agency. Refined but brutal. Civilized but merciless. Welcome to the club. I am kind of looking forward to this one. I enjoyed the first Kingsman. That was Kingsman, the Secret Service. It was such a lovely, new, refreshing take on all the tropes of James Bond films. It just kind of blew me away. But then the second one, Kingsman, the Golden Circle, it just felt like it was trying too hard to recapture what made the first one so amazing. But this third one, changing the setting to the 1920s, that could definitely bring something fresh to the franchise. Uh, the King's Man, a.k.a. Kingsman 3, that is due to come out in September. Bill and Ted, last I heard Bill and Ted was supposed to be coming out in August, but with the way the world is going, who knows where it's going to get rescheduled. As they say on all the old commercials, keep an eye on your local listings. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. Now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging. Eh, really not much new to report here. I'm still working my way through Battlestar Galactica. I'm in the last half of Season 3. For those just joining us, I actually missed Battlestar Galactica in its original run. And since people praise it as one of the greatest science fiction shows of the past 10-15 years, I figured I should finally check it out. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's weird. I watched that. Then on regular old TV, sometimes I catch reruns of Xena, and it's like, wow, I forgot how awesome Lucy Lawless is. She does a lot of good stuff. And besides, sometimes it's tough to sit down and binge when there's so much other good stuff going on right now. Doom Patrol is back for its second season. Doom Patrol is one of the most brilliantly twisted superhero shows on TV. I mean, we know the big thing is to show superheroes being damaged and having flaws but doom patrol these superheroes are truly and thoroughly damaged their big season one cliffhanger was when they discovered that their leader uh, was experimenting on them all these years and all their powers are a side effect of their leaders experiments into trying to figure out eternal youth so yeah 
longevity, immortality. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm starting to forget words, and that is not a good thing. Anyway, Doom Patrol, it's on Crave here in Canada. Season 1 is there. Watch it. You'll love it. Season 2, the first two episodes drop back on Thursday. Check it out. As I said, it is one of the most beautifully twisted superhero TV shows out there right now. And that's the streaming report. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ. Buckingham with the Holiday Road here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Campus here with you. As you all remember, that was the theme song for the 1983 film National Lampoon's Vacation, all about a family's vacation to the fictional theme park of Wally World. Fun trivia fact, originally the producers wanted the the uh, final theme park to be Disneyland, but Disneyland refused the producers to allow it because Disneyland never closes. And of course, the big joke is by the time they get the Wally World, it is closed for renovations. Well, of course, that's very different in this day and age because Disneyland has been closed for the past few months because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And that's not the only bad thing going on in the world right now. Of course, down in the States, we see all the protests about social injustice and Black Lives Matter. But this all comes back around to Disneyland because this past week, Disneyland announced they're going to be giving Splash Mountain a much needed overhaul. Now, you probably heard of the Disney film Song of the South. 
Disney has left it buried in the Disney vault since the mid-80s because it takes place in the American South shortly after the Civil War, and you know, it has a fairly romanticized view of the times of slavery. Yeah, so it's not very politically correct these days, so that's why Disney has buried it. Except in Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is the only place where Disney still acknowledges the characters. And needless to say, with all the protests going on in the States right now, Disney said, you know what? It's time we change it. So they announced this past week they're getting rid of the Song of the South characters in Splash Mountain, and they're completely overhauling it to be about the Princess and the Frog, an absolutely amazing Disney animated film from 2009, which featured Disney's first African-American princess. And you know what? There's a lot of people going, Oh my God, Disney's being all over PC again, everybody's being snowflakes, blah, blah, blah. But the fact is, because I'm a Disney fan and I've been following this for a few years now, Disney has been planning this for a few years. So this is probably just the most appropriate time to get out there and do it. All I know is it's down at Disneyland and I can't afford to go, so I probably won't be going anyways. Like every other Disneyland ride, I'll be doing what I've been doing for the past few months, just watching the YouTube videos of people actually watching them and riding them and enjoying them. Man, I just can't talk today, so I think I'd better wrap this up. I blame my brand new CPAP machine. Yeah, uh, back in March, I was diagnosed with having sleep apnea, so I finally got my CPAP machine. Last night was my first night sleeping with it, and I did not get a good night's sleep at all. I'm just not used to it yet. You got to put on a breathing mask, and then it's essentially a humidifier, and they shoot air up your nose all night, and yeah, I... They tell me it's going to be life-changing, it's going to be beautiful for your sleep, but it still takes a few weeks to get used to it. So, yeah, I'll probably be talking like this for quite some time on quite a few podcasts to come until I learn how to get a good night's sleep again. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm done for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget you can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, in Google Play now, and, of course, on my official website, chaosinabox.com. My Mark Caps, this has been the Targs. See you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.